health wealth wise these are the pillars on which a life stands upon welcome to to the top show with manish mithe each week i share with you guys things that i learn on my entrepreneurial journey things that will help you as well as me become a better version of our health wealth and wise let's reach the top together welcome to the first episode of to the top show with manish mithe In today's episode I have with me some really special guest. His name is Colonel Amit Dalvi. Colonel Amit Dalvi is the current director of the Services Preparatory Institute. He is a man with 23 years of armed forces career. He has been guiding the younger generation for making a career into armed forces for many years now. If you are someone who is looking for great motivation, if you are someone who is a defense aspirant, this podcast has some really good information for you. So tune in into this episode. So firstly Good morning, sir. I am really grateful to have. Today. Yeah. I welcome you to the show. So let's get started. I wanted to ask you, how does it feel to be back in SPI after all these years, and but this time as the director of the SPI? Hmm. Yeah, it is. You know, a dream of all spies when we come back. Uh, in whatever capacity, whether we come for old Cadets Day or we visit, we are just passing by Aurangabad, and uh, you know, coming back to SPA is a emotional uh, event. Otherwise, also, I was very lucky. You know, uh, after passing out from SPA, I was posted here. My unit came here in 96 January, and it was there till uh, 2004. So yeah. in between, I went to Assam Rifles, came back. So I was in touch with a lot of uh, uh, people. Otherwise, also in um, SPI. So coming back here as a director or a diro, what you what we call, <laughs> otherwise, yeah. you know, is a, a unique experience. I'll put it this way. Uh, it took me some time to realize. Yes, you you know, it is uh, um, you are no more a cadet. Initially, first uh, few days, I was just considering. Okay, I was also uh, I came here in Jan nineteen. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, it was like uh, things had changed, obviously. But uh, then uh, it was core issue was the same. The main spirit, or what I call it, the spirit of SPI was uh, same. So it was fun. and it is still fun it continue what i am uh, telling you is ki it becomes a kind of a uh, i'll say um, a journey which is uh, very interesting and very uh, i'll say because of the innovativeness of our current cadets very challenging also uh, okay. yeah that is really clear so sir seem really calm confident today maybe because that is because of all those years in army but i want to know how was young amit dalvi like was he same or was he any different uh, initially in my school days uh, in vileparle or whether uh, in spi uh, i was more of a prankster or uh, what we call in marathi khodkar uh, mulga okay. later on i changed into a matlab uh, spi mein we got uh, you know slightly disciplined and later on nda to sorted out uh, so that is what it is so over a period of time then i started change 
and what you see is you know uh, what you can say uh, modified version or updated version of yes, same me yes sir hmm. so my next question to you is tell me about the day when you decided or got inspired to join the arm force okay um uh in my childhood i used to stay in a place called naigaon in mumbai and we used to stay in a municipal tenement which is you know our house was uh, as big as what spir rooms were uh, maybe uh, 15 feet by 15 feet and we were uh, three children parents five people staying in that so in that era i got to visit uh, nda uh one of my friends was systemer in nda so i visited there nda so when i saw there it is a school which gives you a bicycle there is a horse it can it teaches you to play hockey football now you know naigaon is a area which is very congested with buildings you no know, big grounds and all and here i came and i saw you know huge grounds so if you ask me i never really wanted to join armed forces i just wanted to join nda Okay, <laughs> and you will not you will not believe after my third term or fourth term, I never wanted to pass out from India. I was just enjoying my time in India, but unfortunately, I had to pass out. <laughs> okay, yeah. so what inspired me was you know India's aura or those big grounds, Sudan block. When I went to uh, Peacock Bay, there is a uh, you know uh, there are quite a few boats or sailing uh, uh, boats. So sailboats. So and I saw some people doing windsurfing and all. Later on, I learned windsurfing there. But <laughs> what I mean to say, it was totally out of blue kind of an experience. I said, this is the school which I want to join. School, okay. college, whatever it was. I didn't have that perception. I was just in a, a KG or a class one KG, I think, okay. kindergarten kid. So you know that made an impression, and I kept on doing that. Uh, so it remained in my head that if I want to go, so it is uh, i was a 5 year old 77 ki baat hai so kahi jana hai pas ki india mein jana hai that was the thing okay sir what was the best thing that you learned from your father mm what i learned best from my father is you know i'll uh, put it in three rather uh, things one is okay. his moral uprightness uh, second his uh, decision making in a adverse situation or ability to face adverse situations and third is uh, his uh, uh, large heart these are three things uh, my cadets may not believe that uh, but <laughs> yes i <laughs> learned what we call dildar hona so okay, these sir. are the three traits i cherish uh, best i learned was moral uprightness he was a judge then uh, he shifted to idbi legal department so that was okay. the things i moral uprightness was something which uh, i learned from him and i still try to imbibe that so he was always supportive to you to your decision of joining armed forces uh yes uh, in that way uh, as i said we are three children he uh, my uh, not only father both parents were we are not from a military background matlab we our family is not from military background so okay. my father was happy with my decision uh, when he 
rather when i went to uh, you know uh, in our time spi prospectus was 5 rupees you know we had to send a money order to aurangabad on with 5 rupees so i didn't have uh, courage to tell my father in 10 because my prelims pre- I, i am from parletiak vidyalay and where you know 10th boards are t- given a lot of importance so i i had, didn't have courage to tell my father or parents ki i have to go and this spi entrance used to happen in january that was just before my prelims so um, i said let's see i uh, borrowed 5 rupees from my uh, brother elder brother and uh, you know we called for a prospectus he helped me in filling it now there was a time when you you have to you know uh, give one medical certificate and then uh, s- signature of your father now that time i had told my father first time rather parents ki i want to appear for this uh, exam and then uh, this is how it is so uh, you know that time exam center was in satara so uh, we uh, he allowed not only allowed me he we booked tickets we stayed in ajing ajing katara uh, uh, hotel ni i forgot that name there's a peculiar uh, hotel in satara i forgot i'll remember it sometime uh, but we stayed there he, we went two days prior to spi inter, uh, interview we went around we went to sajjangarh mahuli and that impression remained even now i tell my ssb uh, cadets going for ssb ki you go two days early you see the town and it helps you in the interview yeah. it helped me i had gone to see mahuli because you know it was ram shastri prabhune's uh, uh, hometown and my father was a judge earlier so he wanted to visit it we went to sajjangarh so that was the case so that was how my family was supporting my brother and uh, i'll say uh, parents and to that extent when he uh, i joined spi uh, you know documentation what we have now as our medical room was reception and on documentation and all this deposition of forms drafts or fees was done there okay. and gate was where warden's residence is there so there was a abhi that wall has been closed so there was a gate so he came he and makran orpes father came we both belong to parletiak so we had come together so you know they left us at gate uh, at reception and you know he walked back it was a sunday uh, he walked back I, i'm not sure of the day but while going he just told me you are not to return from here uh, that is to say you will not say ki i am not able to cope up and come back so that was the only guy was single one line here. do not come yeah. back from here the ropes were so it was ki ha it was like that uh, what i call you know shelar mama act rassi ka yeah theek hai niche utarne so that is the my parents were supportive all throughout even now they are very supportive they are quite old now but even now they are quite supportive of my decision okay. so i want yeah. to know how did you feel the day when you joined nda finally what was the feeling in your heart uh see a uh, very good question i'll uh, remember i remember the day uh, you know i i start from the day i i am a second attempt types so okay. my uh, self uh, makran orpe and self were room partners we were from parletiak so in 12th we could choose roommates so he is from singagad i am from shivneri so different section but we were allowed to stay in one room so you know everyone is coming and hugging makran you know oh good shabash congress and i am saying yeah, why nobody is hugging me <laughs> or nobody is <laughs> congratulating me and then it dawned upon you maybe you have not passed and in our times you know uh, some eight nine people used to pass it was not in bulk like what is happens now uh, okay. 30 40 guys getting clear so 
यू नो वी वर स्लाइटली शील्डेड मतलब वी वर इन मेजोरिटी द पीपल हु फेल्ड सो वी हैड सम काइंड ऑफ इमोशनल कनेक्ट नहीं अगली बार करेंगे सो नेक्स्ट वेन वी आई अटेम्प्टेड यूपीएससी आई वॉज ऑलरेडी आउट ऑफ यू नो दैट शेल एंड आई आई रिमेम्बर आई कंटिन्यू स्टडीड फॉर यूपीएससी राइट टिल मिड फेब एंड आर बोर्ड्स वे टू स्टार्ट इन मार्च so and that's what it was to it used to be the, uh, during that time and i think it remains same even now okay. so uh, second attempt i prepared till feb and finally you know ssb and all uh, uh, it happened uh, so first good thing was uh, i was from mumbai to our director uh, colonel jd katkar he's no more uh, may god give him peace eternal ha uh, so uh, he you know he wrote uh, in his beautiful handwriting he wrote me a letter ki go to press information bureau next to church gate station and find out the list so i used yeah. to go there twice uh, in a week and finally when results were declared uh, you know that time those the area there were no photographs and all so i requested for a xerox this uh, result and uh, i got uh, you know upsc cleared so that was first uh, happiness. happiness then uh, we went to ssb again it was again very uh, happy days things were like that ki uh, out of six uh, three of four of us got selected that time unfortunately two didn't get through uh, of the one who didn't get through uh, vivek gaikwad joined later on after his engineering and manoj yeah. brahmane is a, a, a big shot uh, agriculture uh, scientist uh, grade f or g now uh, yeah. but uh, what was we meant to say we all were happy that time came back actual uh, thing about joining nda was uh, feeling was uh, too great or i'll say uh, when i went to nda you know that sudan block had reception reception was next to sudan block uh, or no sorry it was next to officers mess i was given india squadron and then you know till then again again my parents came to drop me off father again gave me same briefing no coming back and uh, then you are you know finally you are there it was like you know uh, you remember the three idiot scene amir khan uh, you know that aap kyun hans rahe hai kehte bahut dil se chaha tha yahan aana और फाइनली अभी यहाँ आ गया हूँ तो बहुत मजा आ रहा है सो दैट वॉज अ फीलिंग एटलीस्ट एट रिसेप्शन ऑफ द मेस वेन आई रिपोर्टेड टू इंडिया स्कॉडन इट वॉज अ डिफरेंट थिंग बट अबाउट दैट समाइम लेटर ठीक है बट दैट हैप्पीनेस वॉज दैट अमीर खान फीलिंग थ्री इडियट बहुत मजा आ रहा है नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन टू यू इज डिस्क्राइब द फीलिंग और द डे when you took charge of your platoon or your men after later when you joined as a officer in army okay i was commissioned into artillery 73 medium regiment and being a gunner unit uh, we had uh, there was uh, initially they do not give you charge of men direct so you have to okay. rough it out with people uh, your jawans you have to do gun drill there is something you know accessory and our unit was recently we were a medium gunners so 130 mm guns and we were just uh, converted to field gunners that is 105 uh, uh, indian field gun what we call ifg and okay. we were in a very uh, middle of nowhere kind of a place so there were no going out or something like that so you had to stay fit with everything you have to do uh, everything with your jawans uh, and you know there is again uh, a uh, funny incident that uh, uh, my name like our all 10th certificate names so you know my dalvi amit rajendra so it is d a rajendra so my unit had uh, three batteries 
यू नो पापा क्यूबिक रोमियो पापा वॉज तम्बी क्यूबिक वॉज मराठा एंड रोमियो वॉज राजपूत सो वेन माय एडजुटेंट देन मेजर मोहन ही सॉ दैट ही रोट ऑन द लेटर दैट सिग्नल दैट एपियर्स टू बी अ तम्बी टू बी रिकमेंडेड टू बी सेंड टू मराठा बैटरी यू नो दो बडी न्यू for first few days in my unit that i am a maratha <laughs> and i was put in maratha battery <laughs> so later on they came to know then by then you know there some days had passed so my co kanal uh, manjit very grand old man and very uh, you know uh, very royal soldier he said okay now he is gone there so because it was a turn of a tambi battery to get a young officer uh, so uh, they said ki nahi let him go to uh, maratha battery and i remained in maratha battery so again when uh, you know uh, finally uh, when i came back from my yos course that is young officers course at devlali that is the time okay. first you are given a charge of guns you know there are six guns and uh, you, we were firing uh, in i think uh, devlali ranges only so it was our firing uh, uh, this thing we had come to aurangabad by then and uh, uh firing was um, uh, at devlali ranges so i gave a command fire and that is a you know six guns going all uh, at your word of command now that was the feeling which you which is you know uh, when i am even now when i am speaking of you uh, speaking with you of that instance uh, i still get uh, you know marathi mein ya hindi mein jisko bolte romanch khade hona so uh, that is you know goosebumps i am getting goosebumps even now when i think of that feeling when you know you say fire and six gun at your orders firing your every complete battery of 120 people uh, in artillery we call battery we do not have companies we have batteries so that complete battery saying chatrapati shivaji maharaj ki jai and then you know dhum and all six guns firing yeah. one go so that you feeling know, is the real feeling which yeah. i had that <laughs> you know yeah it was a lovely feeling uh, see good commander is a very is a very vast uh, thing i'll put it this way um, uh, commander is uh, by word itself command it means he has to command not only the physical command of people uh, you know or whom he uh, is interested uh, command with but he has to command respect over people who, even those who do not command uh, uh, do, those who are not been given under command to just tell you one thing uh, in a very uh, simple manner uh, you know when sam bahadur was uh, army chief and after 1971 we had 92000 uh, uh, prisoner pw days PO, pow's prisoners of war he used to visit prisoners camps and you know uh, there he used to go to their langars have tea with uh, pakistani soldiers and mix and match uh, play games with them give a shabashi to someone so even pakistani soldiers used to respect him now commander basically has uh, to lead by uh, his example and he has to be uh, one he has to have a physical courage moral courage strength of character uh, if because see in war you are going to ask your people to follow you to a certain death so he has to have that moral courage or character strength of character and with all other things it has been uh, it is a very vast subject by itself but he should have uh, uh, again a weird sense of uh, humor also uh, 
which is a gentlemanly thing but uh, you know he should be able to uh, crack a joke even in the ad- most adverse situation again sam bahadur when you know hit with nine bullets in his uh, intestine when australian doctor told ask him yeah what's wrong with you he just said you know i i think i have been kicked by a mule now you know when person is about to die in a burma campaign he is able to and that doctor just took nini this man's high, his wit is so good this man deserves to be saved and you know they cut his smaller intestine and something like that and the rest is a history he rose up to be our field yep. marshal first field marshal rather yep okay so that is uh, there it is a multiple it's a, a good commander is a cocktail of so many things a good mm-hmm. cocktail you know uh, stirred shaken correct quantities yeah. uh, matured kind of a thing so it same way a uh, good leader you do not get good commander you do not get as a second lieutenant or a lieutenant he matures as a captain he will mature yeah so they commit mistakes and then they become good even in today's era if you see there was one general uh, uh, nanavati uh, was yeah. one person who was a good commander then i had one co uh, colonel he retired as a major general but colonel k uma maheshwar so in my unit even today people say if k uma maheshwar sahab uh, tells us to jump over the cliff we will jump yeah. without thinking twice because we know uma maheshwar sahab ne niche kuch na kuch intezam kiya hi hoga so oh. that feeling that faith of a soldier as per uma maheshwar sir it was you know if soldier has not uh, you have not seen a soldier in dark but soldier has seen you and still he says salute you and say jahin sahab he said that is the ultimate test of your leadership that he has accepted you uh, as a leader even in the dark you have not seen him but he still salutes you back he that is the character you should have and that is the real test of uh, i'll say leader in war to yes we have plenty of examples vikram batra or yeah. uh, you know uh, uh, captain adhikari we lost yeah. them but uh, they were the uh, commanders who towered at par with you know uh, our uh, big uh, people like uh, manik shah matlab that is the commanders in a different sense uh, they were the troop uh, who were actually leading troops in war so okay. that is the kind of a commander one needs to be or aspire to be okay so my next question to you can you remember the best day of your job and the worst day of your job i'm sure both of them have a very strange definitions too okay i'll start with worst day okay um, you know it had so happened uh, it was uh, uh, some something had happened a soldier had committed something and i lost my shirt and i hit him okay and uh, it was uh, something which i did because soldier could not do it you can do it in a hockey field you can do it in a boxing ring but you cannot do it in uh, you know in normal circumstance so i got uh, punished also for that uh, thing is that but that punishment immaterial but uh, that was a thing which was my worst day i'll right. say matlab uh, that was my worst day uh, whatever you can say ki even now i feel i should not have Uh, you know done that uh, yeah. but uh, on a lighter side that we are uh, that jawan and me are still in touch we are in contact with each other uh, still exchange few messages here and there kind of a thing but uh, that was my worst day and the uh, best day was you know again related to same thing ki i got uh, 
command of my unit that was my best day then you know i got uh, selected as a director i was uh, i had appeared on 18 december uh, 2018 i okay. appeared for my spi interview in front of mpsc panel and you know uh, in mumbai and then uh, i am based in pune so i was driving back in the evening by around 5 o'clock and one co junior to me is cadet uh, makarand apte makarand apte is a now commander commander uh, makarand apte so uh, he gives me a call he had some uh, someone uh, some relative of his from wife side who was working at mpsc office in fact i had met that lady um, while my certificates or documents were being checked and she said you know um, one of my uh, son in laws is in navy so i said who she said makaram apte so i said oh i know him he is just we are very dear friends so that's how that was the connection so makaram apte tells me gives me a call and he says sir jhala now i was you know just uh, <laughs> in middle of the ghats of bombay highway <laughs> bombay pune express you know what jhala to bole sir jhala you know i said what do you mean jhala kehte sir you are the dairo now अभी दिस जॉब ऑल्सो इज वेरी गुड मतलब दिस वॉज अगेन माई बेस्ट डे यू नो कमिंग इन सेम ऑफिस मे बी इन अ डिफरंट प्लेस इन आर टाइम यू नो सिंहगढ़ ग्राउंड फ्लोर सिंहगढ़ लेफ्ट मोस्ट रूम वॉज डायरोज ऑफिस रूम नंबर वन एंड रूम नंबर सेवन वर्ड वार्डन्स ऑफिस बट नाउ इट इज बीन कन्वर्टेड इन टू हॉस्टेल एंड वी हैव न्यू एडमिनिस्ट्रेटिव बिल्डिंग चाणाक्य so you know yeah. uh, uh, but still entering that office uh, 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 and taking over command uh, of spi or be, uh, being sitting in the same chair as colonel uh, katkar brigadier devdar colonel parab colonel uh, pol now these are all uh, you know uh, big names uh, of our spi uh, so uh, you know there was one person called wing commander saxena also in between so uh, these are the people uh, who have you know laid a solid foundation and now you are just sitting on that uh, chair by uh, that was again a very good feeling so that was one of my best days in my life i remember it for uh, times to come so yeah, that is quite interesting so what are some of the choices that you made that made you who you are today wow you are asking as if you know <laughs> they are very tough questions you know <laughs> okay choices i made uh, you know that choice of what i told you borrowing 5 rupees from my brother that was one good choice then uh, i did some mischief in um, while i was in class 12 i think yeah class 12 in spi no i will not tell you that mischief because you know my cadets will uh, listen and then it will be kind of a but then uh, i was uh, okay i'll put it in short i was guilty of a mischief uh, i had put some of my coursemates in uh, i'll say not a harm's way but uh, i showed them down but uh, you know these people 
very uh, graciously for uh, they forgive me uh, okay. so even now they forgive me matlab uh, most of them when i ask them they say oh we don't remember that theek hai so uh, that was the thing lesson i learned that time ki you cannot do this again and i stuck with that uh okay. you know that was one thing the choice which i made ki nahi wapas i will never be in this kind of a situation uh, i could not fulfill that promise fully uh, like i said ki i hit one jawan and all over but then it gave me lot of uh, you know the choice gave me lot of courage and many times to that extent in my coursemates or anything i am i am known as a bara singer or the kind of a thing ki he will or you know in a unit ki he will put if something is going wrong i'll put my sing ada dunga kind of a thing so yeah. that those are the choices which i made there was some choice you know where there was a moral dilemma when i was commanding my unit i could have chosen there is a very beautiful line in uh, prayer uh, oh god help us to choose harder right than easier wrong now yeah. you know that uh, line gives a lot of sense similar line is there in uh, spi prayer also Uh, yes. so that gives you a lot of if you make that as your uh, guiding principle that uh, your choices become very easy i am uh-huh. even now when you say what man you are i am i don't consider myself as a completed project i am still a uh, you know work in progress kind of a project so still trying to improve some things or other there are always never never your never the final model there is always some yes, scope of improvement perfect. yeah uh, so that's what some choices which i have told you there could be few more also but uh, uh, these are what come to my, uh, my mind quickly all right all right mm. so what are the most important thing that you have learned in all those years and uh, how was your life after learning that important things learned in life uh, again uh, it's a ongoing process but i learned it one thing is uh, easier to say truth suffer the consequence and you know move ahead it okay. is much easier that way than to go into a, a situation where you have to build a kind of a one false front second third fourth and you know uh, everyone will crack you are these false fronts and you will lay uh, bare and naked so it's always better to speak the truth and be done with it Okay. second thing i learned was uh, it is uh, always better to trust your people with their abilities than to you know uh, go about uh, exerting or i'll say uh, pushing your personality over them or uh, you know imp- uh, imposing your personality over them uh, a okay. simple example nowadays uh, in spi it is the quartermaster cq is the one who decides the menu okay uh, a simple thing but it gives them i give them a budget i give them uh, uh, there is a mess committee cq is from okay. class 12 and uh, mess committee three cadets from 11 standard they decide the complete menu uh, whatever they, there is a budget of say uh, 3 lakhs or 2 lakh 25 uh, 75000 rupees they have to manage it complete thing they have to decide menu uh, what to bring if they want to change the menu they have to work out uh, the economics of it just to give an example on puran poi uh, on hoi day they wanted puran poi and he my cq came to me with a list of you know ki cook has said ki 15 kg of ghee 
or sajuk tup is required i said 15 kg is 120 cadets theek hai it makes you know more than 100 grams of tup for everyone it is slightly well beyond simple mathematics but he said nahi nahi so he wants so i said okay go ahead and it at end of it you know end of the day only 6 or 5 kg was used so i told him see look here you know your mathematics went wrong but then it's better to give him chance he let him learn through his mistakes or his uh, let him be wiser so okay. that's how it comes out so it has to you have to trust your youngsters he will i'm sure that sikyu would have learnt uh, his lesson uh, luckily yeah. he has cleared his uh, ss before navy also and i i, I think he has cleared his medical also so okay. his name is venkatesh uh, cadet venkatesh gangode so he must have learnt his lesson in that so it's okay with me Uh, so okay. what i mean to say it is uh, it has taught me that you have to trust your youngsters and they generally perform well give a freedom they will do well okay who are the three people who have been the most influential to you three people who have been most influential for me yeah okay uh, in my personal life it will be you know my immediate family parents wife child brother sister so okay. these are this is one set of here. in professional life uh, uh, my first ceo then okay. another ceo called uh, k uma maheshwar major general k uma maheshwar retired again okay. for the reasons i told you uh, yeah. and in uh, i'll say in a lifelong kind of a, uh, a friend or a guiding uh, i'll say beacon of uh, guidance is personalities like uh, apj abdul kalam uh, okay. or sane guruji these are the people who have you know led a very simple life and a people oriented life uh, so these are kind of a people who have been matlab uh, reading about them even uh, i'll say uh, i just recently read one book by um, uh, autobiography by uh doctor uh, b r ambedkar so okay. you know uh, these are the people who are icons in uh, our matlab uh, luckily we in india we do not have dearth of role models so yeah. these are the people who have been in- influencing uh, like you know um, apj abdul kalam so many stories are there yeah same way baba saheb ambedkar there are so many stories sane guru ji he is written uh, wonderful uh, his writings are so simple in the language if you get to read uh, it is in marathi so you get to read yeah. any book by him you will feel that you are inspired by that so these are kind of people who have influence so what is one common myth in your profession that you want to debunk um myth is uh, okay the myth is you know it's difficult to uh, be a military leader okay i want to debunk it with a simple saying if you are a leader which you are then being a military leader just doesn't take much a slight okay. polishing slight uh, you know uh, mending your uh, ways and you will be a good military leader as well so okay. this is a myth which i wish to you know uh, there is a myth that you cannot be a, and i am not this is not only for uh, people who are in cadets in or who have been cadets in our institute for whom we call spies uh, it is for everyone who aspire to don uniform in which your form whether in armed forces whether it's a cpo or it's uh, any other uniform service or anywhere even in corporate 
it's a myth yeah. that you cannot be a leader a good leader a corporate leader military leader anything it just takes little 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 effort yeah effort is must but effort is must and it you will be what you want to be yeah fair enough so now let's move to the last part of the interview there's a rapid fire waiting for you sir by you- god <laughs> okay i knew knew this okay hmm yeah uh what are your mornings looking like these days what what is the first 60 minutes of your day get ready do some kind of a surya namaskar exercise or something like that and it is morning is generally with that i'll just right. say sometimes i have to prepare my breakfast also yeah. okay <laughs> uh, what is an occupation that you explore on sundays or in the evening uh i draw cartoons i read i watch uh, some videos uh, on youtube which are like uh, captain raghuraman and that kind of a p- people but it okay. is watching youtube is limited but uh, otherwise i draw cartoons i read i reconnect with friends on mobile generally in the evening yes if you could put a billboard anywhere what would you write on it and where would you put it uh see i'll put it i still want to do it i have done one thing uh, when you go out of spi uh, gate uh, okay. there is a, a line written there on uh, you know that uh, gate as you enter spi uh, there is a services preparatory institute board written but when you are moving out from spi on the same gate on the other side on that kaman we have written that nishchay kar apni jeet karu now nishchay kar apni jeet karu is a sikh regiment uh, guru govind singh's uh, doha it's a very long doha uh, so but that is a uh, when you move out of spi every time that is a thing which you will always be inspired with ki nishchay kar apni jeet karu okay that is what i want uh, that is my billboard and i already put it on spi gate so every time you move out you read that and go out. or inspiring. i presume people are cadets read that and they go out whether whichever way they wherever they want to go okay what is your book recommendation for everyone once in your lifetime they should read it okay uh, the book one should read uh, basic book which uh, one should read is uh, wings of fire by dr uh, apj uh, abdul kalam that is a book you is a start point because that is a, actually a fountain head of uh, you know inspiration uh, later on there are quite a few books uh, depending on the, your choice and liking but then you should read read a must is a must so i'll tell you to read uh, wings of fire or it is in translated in marathi as agni pankha theek hai so i'll recommend that book to be read by anyone and everyone that is a kind of a i'll say bible for inspiration uh, yeah. what a simple person from a small uh, a very humble background from a small town could rise up to being a number one citizen respected well beyond uh, you know his country he is not only respected in india but respected well outside country okay do you have a quote that you live your life by or do you think often Mm, yes uh, i do have uh, rather three of them or two of them i remember often one is the chetwood credo 
uh, it is something which is you know you have to live by uh, it in uh, very matlab it is especially matlab uh, in military career it will help you if it is you know uh, safety honor and welfare of your country come first always and every time honor welfare and comfort of men you command comes the next your own ease comfort and safety comes last always and every time now i might have missed some words here and there but this is the gist what i remember uh, as a uh, an iim credo now you know iim credo defines uh, military leadership in a very simple manner but it is not only for military uh, as a uh, military credo it is everywhere you can follow this and uh, you will be a better person all right so this is one and uh, second i feel uh, uh, lines or a couplet uh, you know there is a poem by rudyard kipling if uh, should you get to read it's a very long poem but it's again very inspiring kind of a poem uh, i'll recommend people to read that and any two three lines you read it will be your life motto so in nda it is a pocket content i am thinking very much not to make it as a pocket content but it is some in spi will uh, for future batches we may have you know if poem as your guiding principle it's actually a very okay. good poem on a closing note what would you like to say to our listeners now uh, when you say listeners it is a different age group different uh, ways of walks of life so i'll say yeah. uh, whatever you are doing in your life uh, enjoy the journey destination yes you will reach it will change it will keep changing enjoy the journey if okay. along your journey if you can uh, assist someone in his journey or her journey uh, enjoy that part also and okay. somewhere uh, you will find you know uh, you have gone much beyond your destination it is not the destination it's journey which will make your uh, day when you uh, have undergone a journey and when you are about to meet your maker or chitragupta ke samne khade honge tab aapko ye lagega ki yes my destination i have gone well beyond so be let that be your thing make it memorable make it good do not do anything which you will be ashamed to tell your mother father brother daughter son wife anyone do not do commit any uh, thing which you will be you know uh, ashamed to tell now or later uh, to any your near and dear ones apne aap ki nazron mein mat giriye dusron ki nazron mein mat giriye matlab don't do extra go overboard to appease your boss or anything what i mean to say your immediate family people whom you call near and dear ones do not fall in their esteem that is my okay that is it from my side sir uh, i hope the listeners have really enjoyed your talk they are really motivated and it really helped we, i thank you again for joining me today sir manish actually uh, i am i am the one who's grateful to you for this first of all again as i said ki i never knew something like this can uh, you know this platform is new to me other day i did one webinar that was new to me so you know i am learning few things so thanks to for introducing me and you know though it's a kind of a uh, dialogue with you but a monologue with our listeners but i tell you i enjoyed this uh, thoroughly matlab it is something which uh, i'll remember for uh, times to come thanks a lot grateful to you
my pleasure sir thank you okay jai hind bye bye health wealth wise these are the pillars on which a life stands upon welcome to to the top show with manish meethi each week i share with you guys things that i learn on my entrepreneurial journey things that will help you as well as me become a better version of our health wealth and wise let's reach the top together hey guys what's good Welcome to another episode of To The Top Show with Manish Meethi. Well, today I'm going to be sharing with you two really unique productivity techniques. To start with, we, all, we have all heard about visualization, right? Many of you must have also tried visualization. It is really powerful technique in achieving your goals. Well, today I'm going to be talking about negative visualization. It is a really unique part of visualization. To start with, you have to imagine and visualize the problems the worst case scenarios and the odds in overtaking some task if you decide to start a startup or be it getting out of your job be it getting out of a relationship you have to imagine all the worst case and what odds could happen once you have done doing that take a piece of paper and write down in detail what are the things that could go wrong what are the worst case scenarios okay after that make another column in this you will write down the steps that will that you will take to minimize those worst case scenarios after that make another column and write down the steps that you will take to get back to one by that i mean if at all you are not able to overcome the worst case scenarios you are not able to overcome the odds what steps that you will take to get back where you started for example if you start a startup and if you fail to run it what are the steps that you will take to get back to the profession that you had before starting that startup now you might say what is the point of writing all this down so to that you have to remember one thing you have to practice very strategic pessimism to get what you want or what you don't want remember defining your fears instead of your goals is the key to doing anything extraordinary Now moving to the next part of the exercise this part is practice to start with set aside a number of days in which you will only wear the most worn out and cheapest clothes you will only eat the minimum amount of food and the cheapest food now what this exercise will do it will teach you how to deal with the negative emotions such as fear lack of finances embarrassment remember it will also teach you to learn to be ashamed of the things that are really to be ashamed of and to ignore the rest of the bullshit you will find that many of your fears are based on underestimating the things that are easily available to us today to give you an example only 50 years from today people did not had ample amount of food they did not had their own shelter and vehicles these were considered to be the utmost luxuries while we have these things really readily available to us today and we really take them for granted what this exercise will do that you will really learn that not having ample food not having your own shelter are the most important things to our life these are the real luxuries rather than being ashamed of men wearing pink in public or women not shaving their legs these are not the things to be ashamed of these are the things that really don't require your attention and energy what your attention and energy should be spent upon and what are the real fears 
that you will learn from this exercise. Now let's look at this exercise as whole. Firstly, you did the negative visualization and wrote down what are the worst things that could happen, what are the odds in overtaking any task or your goal. Secondly, you also wrote down steps that you will take to overcome those worst case scenarios or to minimize them. And thirdly, you wrote down a plan B that is how you will get back to, to where you started. So once you have done that and also when you do the practice part and then you will realize that the worst case scenarios and the odds that you wrote down for your tasks are not so worst. You can easily take over them. So that was the point in doing the practice part. I really hope that this exercise will really help you if you really uh, do it thoroughly. I hope this productivity technique really helps you in understanding your fears and overcoming the odds and ignoring the bullshit. I hope you will try it and until next time guys, stay tuned. Health Wealth Wise these are the pillars on which a life stands upon. Welcome to To The Top Show with Manish Meethe. Each week I share with you guys things that I learn on my entrepreneurial journey. Things that will help you as well as me become a better version of our health, wealth and wise. Let's reach the top together. Hey guys, what's good? Welcome to another episode of To The Top Show with Manish Meethe. Well, today I'm going to be sharing with you two really unique productivity techniques. To start with, we, all, we have all heard about visualization, right? Many of you must have also tried visualization. It is really powerful technique in achieving your goals. Well, today I'm going to be talking about negative visualization. It is a really unique part of visualization. To start with, you have to imagine and visualize the problems, the worst case scenarios and the odds in overtaking some task. If you decide to start a startup or be it getting out of your job, be it getting out of a relationship, you have to imagine all the worst case and what odds could happen. Once you have done doing that, take a piece of paper and write down in detail what are the things that could go wrong, what are the worst case scenarios. After that, make another column. In this, you will write down the steps that will that you will take to minimize those worst case scenarios. After that, make another column and write down the steps that you will take to get back to one. By that I mean, if at all you are not able to overcome the worst case scenarios, you are not able to overcome the odds, what steps that you will take to get back where you started. For example, if you start a startup and if you fail to run it, what are the steps that you will take to get back to the profession that you had before starting that startup? Now you might say, what is the point of writing all this down? So to that, you have to remember one thing. You have to practice very strategic pessimism to get what you want or what you don't want. Remember, defining your fears instead of your goals is the key to doing anything extraordinary. Now moving to the next part of the exercise, this part is practice. To start with, set aside a number of days in which you will only wear the most worn out and cheapest clothes. You will only eat the minimum amount of food and the cheapest food. Now what this exercise will do, it will teach you how to deal with the negative emotions such as fear, lack of finances, embarrassment. Remember it will also teach you to learn to be ashamed of the things that are really to be ashamed of and 
to ignore rest of the bullshit you will find that many of your fears are based on underestimating the things that are easily available to us today to give you an example only 50 years from today people did not had ample amount of food they did not had their own shelter and vehicles these were considered to be the utmost luxuries while we have these things really readily available to us today and we really take them for granted what this exercise will do that you will really learn that not having ample food not having your own shelter are the most important things to our life these are the real luxuries rather than being ashamed of men wearing pink in public or women not shaving their legs these are not the things to be ashamed of these are the things that really don't require your attention and energy what your attention and energy should be spent upon and what are the real fears that you will learn from this exercise now let's look at this exercise as whole firstly you did the negative visualization and wrote down what are the worst things that could happen what are the odds in overtaking any task or your goal secondly you also wrote down steps that you will take to overcome those worst case scenarios or to minimize them and thirdly you wrote down a plan b that is how you will get back to, to where you started so once you have done that and also when you do the practice part and then you will realize that the worst case scenarios and the odds that you wrote down for your tasks are not so worst you can easily take over them so that was the point in doing the practice part i really hope that this exercise will really help you if you really uh, do it thoroughly i hope this productivity technique really helps you in understanding your fears and overcoming the odds and ignoring the bullshit i hope you will try it and until next time guys stay tuned